Hmm. It's still dark out. Can't wait till daylight savings time. Huh. That's weird. The school looks empty. Hello? Is there anyone in there? Whoa. Okay. I didn't expect the door to open by itself. Still going to get some here out, of course. Hello? Mr. Bernier? Mr. Nadeau? Madame Michaud, mon ami? Madame Gibault? Miss McCall? Other Miss McCall? Bob? Anyone here? Huh. That's weird. There's not usually a ton of mist and frogs in here. And I'm mildly afraid of frogs. Everyone knows that after snails, TikTok, and late Google Classroom assignments, my biggest fear is frogs. Oh well. I guess I'll take this occasion to start the second ever Vision Varenne Halloween Spooktacular Podcast. The only thing is... Okay. Something is bugging me. Halloween is supposed to be a little scary and gross, but I can't work with all of these frogs. It has to be exciting too, not just scary all the time. Otherwise, there'd be no candy on Halloween. Let's try this. Ah, that's better. My name is Mr. Fanuff, and I'll be your monster of ceremonies for today. Did you hear that? I said, Monster of Ceremonies. Did you like that joke? I feel like I died inside when I told it. Anyway, this podcast was produced by students in grades 4, 5, and 6 at École Trilingue Vision Varenne with the help of some of the staff at the school. Uh, just a small note. There is some screaming, some scary voices, and some scary subject matter in this podcast. So some parts are not recommended for all of the little ones. But don't worry, I'll let you know which parts. We really hope you enjoy it. In our first segment, Louis-Philippe Desjardins, Léa Maud Lavallée, Charles Allard, Laurent Jacques, Émeric Martin, and a few other grade 6 students interview people at the school to find out what their biggest fears are. Take it away, Louis-Philippe. Hello, Louis-Philippe back with another clip. Today I'm going to talk to you about the deepest fear of Raphael Bond. Hello, Raphael. Hello, Louis-Philippe. What is your deepest fear? My deepest fear is Pennywise in the movie It. Why do you think he's terrifying? It's like his mask, his sharpy hands, almost everything for me is creepy. If you can give him a 10 of scariest things, what will it be? I think it will be 10. So it's spooky, spooky for you. Yep. See you on the next clip. Hello, I'm back with a second clip. Now I'm going to interview Beatrice. Hi, Zachary. What is your big... What is your biggest fear? Spiders. Why are spiders your biggest fear? Because when I renovated my my basement, they ha- they all came. Like, they all came. And, and uh, why are you scared of them? Because they're so big and ate 
eight legs. It's so much. Okay, thank you, Zachary, for the, the information. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Bonjour, Madame Tremblay. Bonjour. Euh, je suis ici pour vous demander c'est quoi euh, votre plus grande peur. Ok, attends, je réfléchis. J'ai plusieurs peurs, mais ma plus grande peur est triste un petit peu, mais c'est la mort. C'est vraiment la mort. Pourquoi c'est votre plus grande peur? Pourquoi? Parce que j'ai vu des personnes proches de moi mourir. Puis ça veut pas l'air... À... Ça veut... Je ris, mais c'est pas drôle. Ça veut, ça veut pas l'air agréable. Ok, ça... ça... Ouais, c'est vrai que ça avait pas l'air agréable. Mais... C'est ça. Puis c'est surtout... Pourquoi que ça me fait peur? Parce que je sais pas qu'est-ce qu'il y a après la mort. Personne ne sait. Si euh, je sais... Si on, on entend plein de choses. Après la mort, il va avoir une belle vie. Il n'y aura plus de problème. Ça va être comme euh, flotter sur un beau... C'est les anges là, qui flottent sur des beaux, grands, des beaux gros nuages blancs. Tout le monde est heureux. Si c'est ça, OK. Mais qu'est-ce qui me dit que ça va être ça? Je ne sais pas. Donc, euh, c'est ça qui... Euh, me fait peur. C'est pas la mort en tant que telle, c'est plus savoir qu'est-ce qu'il y a après la mort. Ça, ça ne fait plus juste. Mourir, c'est normal. Qu'est-ce qu'il y a après? OK. D'accord? Merci pour m'avoir dit c'est pas votre plus grande peur. À la prochaine. Merci. Hello, Tommy. What's your deepest fear? My biggest fear is the mirror. Why? Because one day, Eva scared me about Bloody Mary in a mirror. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Hello, Nicola. What's your deepest fear? I think is uh, that I don't want to be stuck in an elevator. Why? Because uh, I don't, uh, I'm scared that uh, nobody came that I stay stuck there. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Hello, Augustine. What's your deepest fear? My deepest fears are heights. Why? Because, uh, well, once I was in ski and uh, the turret yeah, stopped when I was uh, off of a cliff. Uh, okay, thank you. Bye. Hello, Yasmin. What's your deepest fear? Is the spider. Why? Okay, thank you. <laughs> Hello, Mikael. What's your deepest fear? To drown. Why? Because I really don't like drowning. Where does it come from? From a movie. Okay, thank you. Bye. Hello, Gabriel. What's your deepest fear? Uh, my deepest fear is um, teeth that are moving, blood, and death. Why? Uh, because it's awful. And where, atomic bomb. Where does it come from? Okay, thank you. Bye. Hello, Ellen. What's your biggest fear? Pennywise. Why? Because he's a clown and he's possessed. Okay. Where does it come from? Uh, it. Okay, thank you. Bye. Hello, Emery. What's your deepest fear? This needs to get lost in a forest. Why? Why? Yeah, because there can be any animal that can come and and start to eat you. Okay. Thank you. 
Because my parents told me I would never see him again. So I'm scared of never seeing my family again. Oh, this is very sad. Oh, I guess that's it. Bonjour, Madame Crowley. Like, aujourd'hui, je vous interview pour savoir c'est quoi votre plus grande peur. Bon, peut-être que C'est celle des chats. Pourquoi n'importe quel chat, les chats, c'est à moi? Oui. Est-ce que tu te souviens pourquoi? C'est souvent ça que tu vas me poser comme question. Donc, j'ai déjà été attaquée par deux chats, c'est à moi. Et quand je dis attaquée, c'était vraiment attaquée. Ils m'ont sauté au visage, sorti leur glitch. Et c'est, disons que je je m'en souviens encore. Quand quelqu'un me dit j'ai un beau chat, c'est à moi, Mmh, je ne crois pas. Ça fait plaisir d'aller voir. Merci, pas pour moi. Euh, puis cette peur-là, euh, j'ai cherché à moi, c'est tous les chats. Quand je me promène euh, dans le quartier, s'il y a un chat qui... Euh, je vois un chat sur le même euh, trottoir que moi, du même côté, moi je vais traverser oh. pour laisser le passage au chat. <rire> Genre, si j'arrive à la maison et qu'il y a un chat sur mon balcon, Ben, je vais aller faire un tour de quartier mm-hmm. jusqu'à temps que le chat parte parce que moi, non. s'il est là toute la nuit, ça veut dire que je suis itinérante pour la nuit <rire> parce que je ne reviens pas à la maison. Donc, ça dit à peu près la peur que j'ai des chats. Quand est-ce que ça a commencé, votre peur? Ben, comme je te l'ai dit, euh, c'est lorsque j'ai été attaquée par deux chassières. Et c'est que, euh, c'est, c'est ça, surtout avec un, 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 mon chum, évidemment. Puis mon, mon chum devait aller faire une commission, donc il avait vraiment embarré les deux chats. Et mon, mon chum me dit, impossible, ils ne pourront pas sortir, ils sont embarrés. On n'a jamais compris comment que les chats ont fait pour se libérer. Est-ce qu'ils ont ouvert la porte? Je ne sais pas comment ils ont fait pour l'ouvrir, mais les deux chats ont réussi à, à venir. Oh euh, oui, oui, oui. Mon, chat, mon, mon ex-chum, parce que ça, ça a été la fin. Ça a été la fin. Mm-hmm. Euh, je dis, moi, euh, impossible. Pas de chat. Pas, pas, pas de chat, pas de chum. Euh, donc, euh, même si je l'aimais bien, j'ai choisi euh, de l'aventure. Mon chum a été très malheureux, d'ailleurs. Il disait que, que, que j'allais m'habituer, puis qu'il n'était pas, pas fait grosse, puis il avait beau essayer de me convaincre. Non. Ça fonctionnait Aimeriez-vous arrêter d'avoir peur des chats? Si oui, pourquoi? Je... Non, pourquoi pas? OK. J'ai déjà essayé. J'ai déjà essayé parce que tout le monde me disait, bon, avec un petit chaton. Si t'as un petit chaton, là, ok, euh, t'as un petit chaton, tu commences avec un petit chaton, puis là, ben, tu le vois pas grossir parce que c'est ton oui. chaton. Non, non. Aussitôt que moi, le chaton, une petite boule de poils, ok, ça va. Mais aussitôt qu'il a commencé à grossir, ça a été non, non, non. Non, non, non. Et non. Non, j'en veux pas, je n'aurais pas, j'en veux pas, c'est sûr, certain. C'est, selon vous, ça serait quoi la première chose que vous devriez faire si vous voudriez arrêter d'avoir peur des chats? Je sais vraiment plus quoi faire, je vais avec un chaton. Je ne sais pas. Je ne sais pas ce qu'il faut faire dans ces cas-là. Impossible, je ne sais pas. 
te le dis, j'ai tellement peur que quelqu'un qui m'invite, la première question que je leur pose, avez-vous des, avez avez des chats? Si la personne me dit oui, c'est non, je ne suis pas disponible, je suis très occupée. Mais mes amis le savent. Donc, je ne sais pas quoi faire. Si vous trouvez la solution, vous me le direz. Avec plaisir, Mme Tremblay. Merci, Mme Tremblay, pour cette interview. Merci beaucoup, c'était très agréable. What is your biggest fear? I think my biggest fear is to dance in front of people. What has happened for you to be scared of dancing in front of public? Nothing. Nothing. I'm just scared. I'm just scared and shy in front of people when I dance, and it's that from when I'm born. If you would see or do your fear, how would you react? I just don't gonna do it, except if there is an exception, like I really need to do it, like school dance, uh, school dance. Would you like to stop being scared of it? If yes, why? If not, why not? Yes, but there is always another problem I'm shy to dance in front of people and I'm shy to sometimes do another thing in front of people. So if I'm not scared to dance in front of people, it's just like another thing happened. What do you think you should do first to stop being scared of dancing in public? Dance two hours in front of a public that I don't even know. Yes. Thanks. That was Antoine for the podcast. What is your biggest fear? Uh, snakes. What has happened to to you to be scared of snakes? Um, when I was like four, uh, a snake was in my garage and it bit me. When did it start? Uh, I was four years old, I think. If you would see or do your fear, how would you react? probably hit it with something would you like to stop being scared of it if yes why not if yes why if not why not uh, yes because I actually like snakes but I'm scared of them because when I was horse it one bit me what do you think you should do first to stop being scared of it Probably go bring someone with a snake, and but someone a professional, <laughs> and uh, probably just put it in my hands. I think. Okay, thanks. Hi, today I'm with Miss Travis and Miss Dennis. Miss Travis, what is your biggest fear? Snakes. What has happened for you to be? Of snakes. I've just always been scared of snakes, and there was a snake in my classroom the other week. Ooh, yeah. If you would see or do your fear, what would, how would you react? Um, I backed up when I saw it in the classroom <laughs> and went to get Monsieur Nadeau to take it out of the classroom. But I had to remain calm because it was kids. Would you like to stop being scared of it? If yes, why? If not, why not? Well, it doesn't bother me because I don't usually see snakes where I live. <laughs> what do you think you should do first to stop being scared of snakes? 
Uh, I don't know. Take deep breaths. There you go, take deep breaths. <laughs> and maybe learn more about the different types. Miss Ganesha, what is your biggest fear? Spiders. What has happened to you to be scared of spiders? I think I'm scared of spiders because so many other people are also scared of spiders. So I think I have to be scared of them. <laughs> when did it start? Um, it got worse when I was younger, probably about your age. And then it got a little bit better. And then, then last year or so, it's gotten worse again. Oh. If you see or do your fear, how would you react? It depends. Sometimes I'm very brave if I have a class and there's a big spider and I can deal with it. Other times I call a friend and I get very scared and they have to help me. Would you like to stop being scared of it? If yes, why? If not, why not? I would love to stop being scared of spiders because I don't think they want to hurt anyone. What do you think you should do first to stop being scared of it? I think I need to remind myself that they are not there to hurt me and make sure that there is a safe place for them and a safe place for me. So if they're in my classroom, they can have a safe corner and I can have my own corner. <laughs> Stay away. <laughs> Spider zone. Thanks. That was Miss Travis and Miss Dana here. Thank, Thank you. you. Wow, wasn't that great? It takes a really powerful person to share their greatest fear like that. Thank you to all who contributed. Did you know that grade five wrote a book together? That's right, they wrote a book collaborating with each other where each student discovered that one of the staff at Vision Varennes is secretly a monster. Would you like to hear some of it? Here goes. Samuel Jaffrion shares his story first, followed by Noémie Pouliot, Lariane Martin, Gabriel Fontaine, Clovis Martin, Armand Lucier, and Anne-Raphael Thibodeau. Mom says it's time to go to school. I'm ready to go. Okay, bye, Mom. Once I arrive on my bicycle, I go to school. I walk to the class, but when I walk, I see something strange. Mr. Sylvan has hair everywhere in his face. Mm. At the night, the day, at at the end of the day, I follow him to see where is his house. After, I go to my house to eat dinner. At night, I go to his house. I can see him in the window. In the window. Ten seconds later, uh, he transforms in a hunted dog. It's so ugly. I take a big breath and I relax. He sees me and he goes outside. I run to... I run. I'm so scared. He comes to me. I run to to my house and I go in my bed. I don't see him at school the next day. I feel that there is something strange today. When I arrive at school, I see Miss Miss Vicious in her car waiting for I don't know what, but she is weird. She screams when I say hi to her. I ignore her. Mr. Nado put me Perel and I enter in the school. The day is perfect, even if Miss Miss Vicious acts suspiciously. 
I'm in math right now, but Mr. Fanef isn't there. So guess who's our teacher assistant? Yes, Miss Miss Dishes. So we are with her for one whole hour. She's not so weird after all. She acts much, much better. At the end of the day, my mom isn't there. I, stays, I stay in the school waiting for my mom to arrive. I see Miss Miss Dishes. She has some weird antlers and looks like a reindeer, but in bigger and scarier. Her face is completely morphed. I remember when Mr. Faneuf talked to us about Wendigos, and she's exactly like a Wendigo. Oh my goodness, a teacher is our, in our school is a Wendigo? I see my mom arrive and run. And the whole class is together. We play Werewolf of Miller's alone. We heard a sound. We are not too scared of it, but we change the game because we think that there is, is a person in the class. We think about what we want to do. Victoria is determined to watch a movie. We heard a strange sound. We scream, Wah! We don't know who it is or what it is. We take a flashlight in our backpack and we go check what it was. We see Miss Thibault in the school and she was not invited to her sleepless night. It was only me and my friends. We go to Hardbeaker behind the locker because we are scared. We see Miss Thibault changing into a scary doll. We are so scared she has a new red face with scares. She sees us and we run away. I see you, she said. We scream. We want to stay alive, so we're going to go. Now, we run away. My mom forget me at school. Um, I secretly look in the gym at 7 p.m. All the teachers were gone, but they were Miss Kelpo in the gym. I heard a, a metallic noise. I couldn't see her. She was in the corner of the room, and I didn't want her to see me. I hear the door slam. I looked in the gym, then bam, I hear the metal noise. I looked in the other room, still in the gym. I see Miss Galipo transform into a zombie. She eat the pencil of Madame Bernier. Madame Bernier won away, run away of the school, and I escape of the school too. She, Miss Galipo was chasing us, and the police officer ran to the school. I was waiting in the parking of the school. I was waiting for that the police officer for the police officer come and stop her. But the police never come back. I was waiting behind a car. I wait one day then and a police officer come 
and he caught her. Then I, I then I run away. I am on my bike to go play in the big yard to do parkour. I see a strange room in the school. I go check really quickly. I see a shadow. It looks strange. I call Armin and Mike on FaceTime. I show them. They come join me and we go in to check for the room. We see a crack in the wall and we look in the crack and we see Miss McCall and she looks a bit green. We freak out. We run as fast as we can to my house. We think it's not normal. I think she's a goblin. Mike thinks she's a goblin too. Armin thinks she is as well. We go to the school and enter the school. We see her as a goblin. We go in. We go hide in the classroom. We look at us. She look at us. We run to the big yard and she chase us to the big yard. You're not finished with me, she screams. I go to school. Nobody was there. Suddenly, I remember it is a pedagogical day. Just when I was about to leave, I see Clovis, Mike, and Sam all staring at the window at the same time. What are you looking at? I ask. They, see some, they say they see something through the window. It comes from a classroom. We looked in the window because the door was too risky. We see something, but can't exactly tell what it is. We decide to enter the school from the door. It was weird because it was so silent. I think I did come some upstairs, Samuel says. You're right, you say. We go up and see where it comes from. It comes from the great tree classroom. We go silently. We peek in the classroom and see Madame Michaud turn into a werewolf. She almost looks at us, but we run down to the gym and exit from the back door. We run for our lives to the park. We think we are safe. Suddenly, we see her emerge from the bicycle path. She stares at us and starts to howl. While she howls, the full moon rises and hundreds of wolves join her. Beware. But then, but Michel is a werewolf. The end. Hi. Still a little bit of sleep. I dress up for school. Yesterday, I went to buy a gift for Miss Donahue's birthday. Although she's been acting a bit weird lately, she is still an amazing staff person. I go downstairs to eat my breakfast. My mom makes me pancakes while I fill my lunchbox. In it, I put an apple, raspberry sauce, a thermos full of spaghetti, and a chocolate chip cookie. I also add a fork and a knife. I eat my breakfast, brush my teeth, make my backpack, and wait for my lift to come and get me. Once at school, I can start my day. I finish my day, and I walk towards Miss Donahue. She is in the gym. 
Weird, I think. The lights are turned off and all I can see is a shadow. I turn on the lights and see Miss Donahue's skill peeling off. Another skin appears and her bones start cracking. I scream, ah! Turning around, she lets me see that her eyes are missing and that her mouth has expanded. I run as fast as I can, but the new monster is too fast. I can feel her hands around me. That's when I realize her hands are on her, her eyes are on her hands. Her nails are as long as an eraser and as dirty as a pig that just went in the mud. I know it, it is the end for me. Suddenly, Mr. Feneff arrives and hit her with a broom. I can't believe it. I'm alive. I thank my teacher, and we run outside to call the police. No one is hurt. The school is closed, and Mr. Feneff gets an award for saving a student. What a weird day. But something keeps troubling my mind. Mr. Feneff didn't seem to want to hurt Miss Donahue, but only block her. Why? Thanks, Grade 5. Our next segment comes to us courtesy of Grade 4. Have you ever thought about buying a haunted house? They're usually pretty cheap. I think it's a pretty good investment. If you're looking for one, you're in luck. Grade 4 students are selling theirs. Let's listen to their haunted house listings. These listings are read by Emma Gauthier, Elizabeth LaForest, Jacob Gertin, Kate Henley-Côté, Maxime Mahoney, Maximilian Garipi, and Thomas Beauchamp. Enjoy! The haunted house, the haunted house has 10 rooms, one kitchen, two vegetable garden. It has one dining uh, room that is very big. The monster is very cool. He is a vampire. The cemetery is very dear. The cold cost of the house is 44,000. Um, it has very nice hall. It has very nice bedroom. It is of the vampire. Scary house. The location of the house is in the sky. The price of the house is 1,130. They are 30 rooms in this house. They are 10 bathrooms and 15 bedrooms. In the kitchen, there are two kitchen, two living rooms, one bar. They have a really big pool in the house. In the middle of the pool, they have a spa. In this house, they have place to put cage for spider and bats. It is hunted because they have spider and bat are not in cage. Bats are the bats are kind with the witch. With other people, they are not kind. The spider like the witch, but not humans. The bat have one eye in the front of their head, and the other eye is on the back of their head. If you are a witch, buy this house because you, to go to the house, you need to have something that flies. Vampy's Manor. It's in the middle of Offord in the forest. It's only $4,000. There are 202 rooms, 9 bedrooms, 1 kitchen, 100 dungeons, and 9 torture rooms. And 
and uh, two bathrooms. There are 40 traps, 20 secret doors, and 20 trap doors. There is a dead body on the roof, so no one will hunt you down. There's a cemetery, so it makes it spooky. There is a spooky knife and in the dining room and a gun. It's hunted by a killer named Harry Hartful. He died in 1883 in the day of October 13 on Friday. There's a 14 skulls everywhere. There's, there is a weird dude stuck in the yucky toilet. In the dungeon, there is 50 strange skeletons. Spooky haunted house. The price of the haunted house is one million twenty dollars. It it has three bathrooms and the bathrooms bathroom are blue and old and two big and old bedrooms. The special feature uh, are that it has an elevator with a slimy spooky spider and the spider is special. Because it is red, orange, and yellow, the haunted house is haunted because it has two skeletons in the three living rooms. The buyer will live, live, live in this house because this family loves spooky things. Spooky, spooky vampires. It costs four hundred dollars. It has two rooms, one in the dark all the time. We never know what was in this room. We think there are vampires. In the other rooms, there is blood on the floor and a knife. The knife was very long. In the spooky, spooky vampire house, it has one bathtub that has not been cleaned since 1303. It is a long time ago. The house was in the woods it has a symmetry there that was very scary. This is for the vampires. Can you buy my house, please? Vampy's Manor. My haunted house is located in yeah. Blue Mountain. It costs $442,000. Vampy has green zombies to eat you in the dark in the laundry room. It has four black rooms. The bedroom has four big rats in the the bed to eat your tiny bones and red blood. It has one black restroom in the beautiful toilet. It has a black mamba that eats you. In the kitchen, it has a pink stove that burns your hands now. It's hunted because in the black rooms there is some weird species like green zombies brown rats etc if you're a green zombie it's perfect for you to uh, live in this beautiful house outside it has a dark cemetery with green zombies and a green witch in a wagon that's called in the field with plants that grow greens Two million nine hundred ninety-nine thousand dollars, nine hundred ninety-nine dollars tax included. Ten rooms, one dark dungeon, one bloody torture room, eight bedrooms to sleep. There is a trap in front to catch humans in the dungeon. It is haunted, so monsters buy it.
The king zombie is haunting it with his powers. You should bite so you can eat brains whenever you want. Dead humans everywhere. The house is made out of brains. Wow, great job, Grade 4. I particularly like Kate's, but I don't think I can afford it yet. Our next segment might be a little scarier for younger audiences, so if you're a little squeamish or you might get scared a little easily, you might want to skip ahead about three minutes. Our grade six students, Amélie Dulac, Hugo Généreux, Nicolas Crevier, Emma Lopsch, Mila Obé, and Bob present this scary sketch. You might want to turn down the volume for this one. There's screaming. So much screaming. Look guys, this year I got so much candy. How did you get so much candy? I probably maybe went to each house twice. Well, that's unfair. Let's go to this house. I heard they give a lot of candy on Halloween. Yeah, let's go. I need more sugar. It'll be my time to catch up. If you want your candy, you need to do this maze. Enter the house. You might get lost. 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 Let's go! This place is so weird. Who cares? We're here for the candy. Look at the arrows on the floor. They tell us to go this way. Let's follow them. This place is so creepy. I swear I saw a shadow. You just want to scare us and you don't want me to beat you. Guys, this is serious. I saw a shadow too. Stop the competition. Ah! Ah! Nico, stop that. Let's go back to the business. the candy. Who cares? Mimi, Milo, come back! I miss you! Did you hear that sound? It looked like a knife. Do you feel something dripping over your head? It's red. Tasted, Ugg. It tastes like blood. Guys, Mimi and Milo are dead. Are you scared now? If so, we've got something that will cleanse your palate. Mariola Camillien, Antoine 5 Mars, Gabriel Espinosa, and Laurence de la Durantaille present objects and inventions for you to guess. They will provide three clues, and wherever you are, whether you're driving, sitting on the couch at home, or sitting in a swampy classroom with a bunch of frogs, you can guess what the object is yourself. Have fun! Hello. Hello. I will ask you to guess by some hint 
what I'm talking about. First hint, it's made in the 1847 by Denis Gabor in Hungary. I don't know what is this country, but it's from there. It's used in the movie for special effect and make 3D image. In a country, it's used to make circus show instead of using animal. Can you guess what is it? Um, I have no idea. Do you want another hint? Yeah, please. You think it just... It's maybe don't exist, but it exists from a long time ago. Oh, maybe I know what it is. A dinosaur. No. You cannot use dinosaur in a circus show instead of elephant. Lions? No. It's what something to make some 3D image. I don't know what it is. It started by Olo. Uh, I don't know. Give me the answer. It's hologram. <sighs> yes, me too. When I read it, it's like it's come from that time ago. Super yeah. like Super old. 16 years ago. If it's that the answer. Yes, it's super holy. Do you have time for another one? Uh, yeah. Okay. The second one, a little bit more easy. There is use all around the world, and you can find some, like, you look at, at the place and you see some. Is it a car? No. I'm literally holding some in my hand. No. It was made in 1805 in the USA by John A. Fleming to replace the original one. Do you want the other one? I don't know. I got a third hint. It's impossible to know if it's come from the earth or from a laboratory. I don't know. You want the answer? Yes. Synthetic plastic. How could I guess this? Don't know. So, okay, thank you. Welcome. This was Emmerich for the podcast. Hello, my name is Gabriel, and I'm going to make you guys a quiz. You guys will have three hints. Uh, okay, let's start. Hint one. You can use it to listen some music. Do you know it? I'm going to do a hint too now. It was made in the USA in in 1890s. Hint three, you need to put a disc inside the machine so the music will, um, will go on. But it's not a turntable. This was my last hint.
Now a new question. Hint one, it's a transport. And you can be at least a thousand people in that transport. Hint two, it's electric and was created in the early 1980s. Hint three, people use it every day, even with the pandemic going on. Okay, so another question. Hint one, it was made by the Wright brothers. Hint two, you can fly it when you're on it. Hint three, it works by a gas motor. Okay, new question now. Hint one, it's a card. Hint two, you use it every day to buy stuff. Hint three, the card name would be Visa or MasterCard or any card name. Okay, this will be my last question. Hint one, it's a mass destructive weapon. Hint two, it has some war purposes. Hint three, it was created by Robert Oppenheimer and he was a Nazi. The end. Thank you for listening to uh, Gabriel. Hello, my name is Laurence. Today I'm gonna ask you some questions for the podcast and you have to guess it. Number one, this is invented in 1899 by John Waller in Norway. Number two, it usually have an oblong shape with straight side, but may also be triangular or circular or have more elaborate shape. Number three, it used to keep paper together to not lose them. Sometimes you use them. Try to guess it. Do you find it? It's a paperclip. Hello, my name is Mario. So today I'm going to ask you some questions for the podcast. I'm asking you some questions and you need what did I choose. It is used by miners instead of digging. It is invented by Alfred Nobel. You can't go near it because it's dangerous. So now think about my the question I said and you need to find the object. Let's go. Did you find it? No? Okay. It is the dynamite. Bye. So how many did you guess right? What? What? Can you repeat that? I can't hear your answer because of this crazy Halloween music. Anyway, that's alright. You can tell me later. Our next segment is quite frightening. Hélène, La Montagne, and Tammy, Henley Cote, tell us some scary stories that they wrote themselves. If you think you might be scared, or if younger children are listening, you can skip ahead about three and a half minutes. So three minutes and 30 seconds ahead. We hope you enjoyed the stories as much as we did. The Strange Clown. A girl named Elisa goes to a circus of her town. She goes by walk with her friend. A boy is saying, come, come, the circus is starting. Elisa and her friends are in the first row. Elisa, look, it started. Do you see 
the clown there? Yes, why? He's strange, he looks stressed. No, come on, he's okay. Alisa is staring, staring at the clown and she has a bad presentiment. Oh no. Two minutes later, the, the clown falls on the ground and his red nose falls. Alisa takes the nose and put it in her pocket. It's just a red nose. He won't notice, she says. One hour later, after the show, the friend of Alisa goes home and Alisa too. But there's a little problem. It's all dark and Alisa feels like someone is following her. Alisa returns and sees a clown. The circus clown. She is so scared. I know you have something to me. Give it back, says the clown. No, stop. I got nothing. Leave me alone. Give me my nose back. Alisa runs to her house, but the clown is super fast. Alisa throws the nose, hoping that the clown wouldn't see it, but he doesn't. When Alisa finally arrives at her house, she doesn't see the clown anymore, like if he had disappeared. She sprints in her house and closes the door behind her. But she's wondering, where did the clown go? The girl turns around and sees the clown. He was waiting for her. Alisa tries to say to the clown that she doesn't have the red nose because she dropped it in the road, but he doesn't listen. So Alisa says, just let me go take the nose. The nose. Finally, he accepts. She goes outside and takes his red nose. After, he says, I'm so sorry I scared you, but without the nose, I become another person, he, he explained, explains. One day, I stole a clown's red nose, and I couldn't give it back because this nose wasn't like the others. So I said it to my dad, that was a clown too. He looked at me and said, don't ever let someone else take it because the clown will, fi will find you. He will notice and he will try to kill you. That's why I ran at you. Alisa is shocked, but she understands. Now, Alisa and the clowns are good friends. And a strange balloon. One day, a girl named Amelia was laying down the floor with her red birthday balloon that she had for many years. She decides to wake up and go to the cemetery. She takes a branch and pops the balloon after buried it to the ground. Because she was tired that everyone was watching her and was scared of her because she was walking around with her balloon. She got home and got in her bed. Two hours later, it's midnight, and someone knocked at the door of her room. She's so scared that she not even opened the door. Boom! The door opened by itself. It's the balloon, she said. The balloon that she popped later is here again. 
but with a scary face that Mel Blood. Amelia takes the balloon, opens the window, and put it out. The next day, we didn't hear about her again. All right, and for our very last segment, Beatrice Difusia, Michael Cuet, and Nikita Saint-Amant asked some students what kind of monster they would be if they could choose to be any monster at all. Here it is. Nicholas, if you could be a, be a monster, which one would it be and why? I would like to be a vampire because it can change into different animals. Hi, we're back again with Eleonore Fizet in sixth grade. If you could be a monster, what would it be and why? If I could be a monster, I would be magnifique because I could fly and I, I could be mean. Okay, bye. Hi, I'm with Zachary. Zachary, if you could be a monster, which one would it be and why? Pennywise, because he's a color clown and he's possessive. Hi, we're back again and again with Augustine Garipi in sixth grade. If it could be in a monster, what would it be and why? A witch because um, I have a lot of superpowers and I can fly with my broom. Okay, bye. Hello, I'm with Mikael today. Okay. If you could be a monster, which one would you be and why? I want to be a vampire because I would like to transform in a bat because I always wanted to fly. Hi, we're back again, but with another person, Emma Lopez, in sixth grade. If you could be a monster, what would it be and why? I would be a vampire because it's uh, it cannot die and you can transform in anything you want. You can fly and you can teleport yourself from one place to another. Thank you. Bye. Well, there you have it, everybody. We really enjoyed making this podcast and we really hope you enjoyed listening to it. Have a safe and happy Halloween from everyone at Vision Varenne School. Goodbye. Hey, there's still nobody here. Hello? Is there anybody? Hello? I want to use the microwave, but the electricity doesn't work. Hello? <sighs> guess it's time to just hang out with the frogs. How are you doing today, frogs? Vision hopes you've enjoyed this program.